Yeah, that's the thing about Thursday recordings is they're always a little <laughs> bit terrible. less factually based. I think there's. I think I think we're going to spend the bulk of our time on on one particular man. I agree. Chris Harris. Josh. <laughs> All right. Josh. Joshua, and then another Joshua. <laughs> Welcome to Broses Before Roses. My name is Landon. Next to me is Jeff. Hi. With Mike. Hello. And Scott. Hey! We are talking about The Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, apologies for the late podcast this week, but we are working busy. on it, and we are busy. And also, big news, guys. Uh, we're soon to be on iTunes, finally. Yeah. Maybe. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so whenever that happens, we'll let you know. Uh, via our social carrier pigeons, and uh, you we'll will call each of you individually. We'll call each of you individually because we can do that. I'm sure <laughs> iTunes will have it on their main banner for a little while. Too. I'm sure they will too. Yeah. This is obviously uh, an evergreen type thing. And Why, maybe what would uh, prevent us from actually being on iTunes? Just uh, them listening to our actual podcast. <laughs> oh, they listen to it first. Yeah, no. Oh man, I hope so. I want that job. I want to listen to all the crazy podcasts. That, that sounds like the worst job ever. That's like that's why I that's want. like at the record label, the asshole that has to listen to all the demos that are sent in. That's the worst job in the entire world. A friend of mine who works for Google, the first responsibility he had there was to go through all the stuff that needs to be taken off the internet. Ooh. And that was for like two <laughs> oh years or something. God. Did he hang It only himself? took two years to take off everything off the internet. That <laughs> well, I mean, you eventually they don't commit you to a life of this, but <laughs> everything... They just search, how do you begin that? You search like Alabama. And yeah. Like, yeah. And Fark. <laughs> he comes out of the office, he's like, oh, got it all done. Yeah, he cleaned the, the, the internet. Unfortunately, the internet came back and it's dirty again, but... <laughs> That reminds me of that. And he is a little different. Huh. A little different. I also had a roommate that went to jail. Came back different. <laughs> Came back different, too. Just in similar. general. Just a, <laughs> he got similar. arrested in the middle of Dallas with a sheet of acid, and he was naked. And he was actually screaming some profanities. And the cops, <laughs> rightfully so, they arrested him, put him in what? jail. For the profanities, though, not for the acid. You can't say fuck on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So he went to jail. It's true. It's a law. Um, so we're, uh, the, the paradise thing, I guess, I think this is the first time that I've ever actually seen that, uh, goofy opening that they do. Mm. Um, oh, I'm yeah. over it. I am. I fast forward. Through I love it. it. I, I think it's it great. Anymore. I thought it was a one time thing, but I, they are incorporating the new characters now. Yeah. They're doing it every single time. It's great. They're running out of poses though. Fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> the guys seem to be really playing along. The girls just sort of flip their hair and pose. Yeah. I like it. The people that clearly don't understand what they're doing. Yeah. That's the girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, Claire is kissing a bird. That's she. She knows. Yeah, that's that's clever. Yeah, that that's weird. Clever. Why isn't that uh, Ashley? Whatever Ashley S or whatever, because she's the one that was obsessed with the birds. Remember? No, she was obsessed with the pomegranate or something. So they gave the, her a fruit, and she can't figure it out. Yeah, I don't know but what this she, is. I'm not an actress. But when she came on the show, <laughs> when she came on this. She was walking up to Chris Harrison, and she goes, "Are those birds?" And then just like walking. Oh, right that's by right. She yeah, she was really the into birds. Oh, yeah. I see. Well, good for you, Mike, for paying yeah. attention. Yeah. <laughs> Mike remembered a thing that happened I'm two the episodes expert ago. Now I guess so. Caitlin um, is not into birds. We all remember. We things. do remember that. Lots of birds on the show. So yeah. uh, <laughs> a lot of bird facts yeah. today on the podcast. Bird facts. I think we covered it all, guys. Right? <laughs> the birds. Yep, got them. So this episode, uh, these these this group of episodes, which I'm just going to call it one episode because it's the one week. This week on Bachelor in Paradise, um, there's one main thing to talk about. But before we get there, let's talk about all the other ancillary things. Um, what stood out to you guys in your mind uh, beyond all this Joe business? Lauren realizing she doesn't belong there. Obviously. Ugh. 
Big fact. Big fact. And anybody sad Dallas? to see her go? No. No. I wish she would have taken Ashley. Ashley I. Yeah, no kidding. Me oh too. I do not like Ashley I. And Ashley I got really mean at the end. Like, she, well, we're not go home yet. to your mistress. <laughs> no, no. Really mean at the end of Lauren's uh, thing. Oh, okay. He's never going to love you. Like, she was saying that kind of garbage she, to her sister. Well, is that garbage, though, or is that tough love? It's garbage. Oh, it, I think it's a little bit of both. Is he ever going to love her? No. no. But you don't need to do that just because she's leaving you on, a, on an island. But also, how messed up is it that she, I mean... She referred to herself as a mistress. Which is pretty stupid. Which is pretty dumb. While not being a mistress. While not technically being a mistress. I mean, what's the definition of mistress? Does the other person have to be married? I would imagine the person has to be married. Is that the actual definition? I would think so. I haven't looked it up. because I I was thinking marriage, but you know, this is 2015. (laughs) You You can be a mistress if you want to be a mistress. Where are the rules saying a woman can't be a mistress? You don't even have to be seeing a guy. That's true. You don't have to be in any sort of relationship and call yourself a mistress. Yeah, we're taking that we're taking that word back. We're taking the power for that word back right here. I'm a mistress, you know? Hell yeah, me too. As long as my mistress wife Club. doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought that was weird. And, you know, she obviously didn't want to be there. But it was weird how, like, how quickly the turn was made once she figured out that this was the deal. Which leads me to believe that it's not like, you know, it's no vacation for anybody. I mean... <laughs> Uh, I mean, it is and it isn't. They're it's, staying. It's actually, the definition of a vacation. No, but here's the thing: they were. I, this is the first time that I actually paid attention to like their accommodations and stuff. They're like in these weird bunk houses. It doesn't look like there's air conditioning. Like it doesn't look super comfortable. They also have no responsibilities. They hang out in the pool all day. They go on the beach. They get free alcohol as much as they want. Yeah, free but food. I, yeah, but I would want everywhere. Yeah, but in, in in that situation, if I were staying in Mexico, there, I would want like to, you know. Be able to, you know, go to a nice hotel room, shower, feel clean. I don't think they ever really have the opportunity to do all that. You never feel clean on The Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> you know that when you sign up for it. Yes, that's true. They have a bathroom, though. I thought we watched somebody lock themselves in there on the last season. Well, yeah, they have bathrooms. Yeah. It's not like well, it's a shower, Guantanamo. And that's you need <laughs> to dig a hole in the beach. I don't understand, though. So they can shower and they've got soap. What's missing? That's life. You're ready to go. Yeah, but then you feel filthy. you're immediately back into like hot Mexican Caribbean w- weather. Also, I assume uh, that you still have to pay your rent. Like you still have a life outside of paradise, and if you have, if you have to plan for that at all, yeah. Well, this show is no more than a month long, right? Like they're not there for any longer than than like three weeks. We'll so say. If I'm staying with a bunch of people in bunk beds on a beach and just constantly surrounded <laughs> by camera crews and people, and I'm still paying for an apartment in Los Angeles, I might start to look back to California longingly and say, I think this vacation is kind of over. Yeah, because I'm sure Lauren has all those responsibilities waiting for her back home. <laughs> <laughs> that hedge fund manager, Lauren. <laughs> Look like they live with their parents. Yes, that's yeah, that, yeah. that's exactly what so I was implying. Yeah. if you have a free ride with a bunch of bunk beds in Mexico, or if you have a free ride wherever the hell you want to spend time, do you not leave the stupid Bachelor in Paradise and and live wherever you want I'm to. I'm sure they pay them, though, too. I'm sure they pay them enough, enough to cover all of the... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they I give think, them something. I think your only compensation is love. And that's for you <laughs> and to get. alcohol. That's for you to get. A lot of and booze. Alcohol. A lot of booze. Yeah, a lot of booze. You can and Montezuma's Revenge. Yeah. Ah, oh, that one girl. Yeah. Oof. Man. But it, it, it developed into love somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did. It's, that's what... If, it, if left untreated... So I guess like her poop... <laughs> her poop is kind of love fertilizer. Oh. Yeah, that's a good point. That's sweet. Also, that is terrible that could be mm. our new logo 
No. Poop is love fertilizer? Yeah, well, I don't think it <laughs> How will. How would that even work? I don't we'll, want to know. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. You and I will do that. If any, of our, if any of our dozens of fans want to send in logo suggestions. Yeah, yeah. We, need, we need a logo, guys. Just not yeah. the one I suggested. Do we have a graphic artist as a fan? Yeah, no. it has to be fit. It has to be at least 1,400 by 1,400 and, uh, and you know, make it beautiful. Yeah. Some Squarespace, build it beautiful. We can go to Fiverr.com, guys, where people just do stuff for $5. Is that a thing? It's really a thing. I've Whoa. done it before. I actually had a guy record a Robert De Niro Christmas card for Seth. I remember that. It was pretty good. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was certainly something, yeah. Oh, it was good. It was worth $5. 100% worth $5. <laughs> Why am I not spending all my time doing things for $5? You can. You can. After, well, well I'm sure they take a cut. Yeah. I'd imagine 20%. <laughs> so that Robert De Niro guy got yeah. like 380 that's it. Like probably. I mean, I, well, four maybe four twenty for that awesome. Yeah. How long do you think it took him? <laughs> you know what? I'm... Uh, it took him as long as that video was. As the recording was. I don't <laughs> think he was. Take two. I mean, I think he just went ahead and, <laughs> went ahead and did it. They call him one take for. De Niro. He called Seth Steve. I mean, I can send it to you guys. Uh, <laughs> I think he actually might. Have. <laughs> Well, you I'm can't really. Steve. You can't be a stickler for accuracy when you're really only paying five dollars. You can't expect him to read stuff. I just want him to kind of sound like De Niro. Which was did. he offering that service, or were you looking for that service? Uh, it's a funny question because I don't remember, but I know they met in the middle. I think that yeah, he was. I was trying to find somebody to record something that was going to be that absurd for Seth for Christmas. And I just looked up that, like celebrity impersonations on Fiverr.com. What a weird idea that you had. I thought it was effective as shit. It was great. So yeah, this guy just really does De Niro. That's he's, all, yeah. He specializes. Maybe Pacino, but I think he was wearing a Christmas hat. <laughs> and uh, he sent it about two weeks late. So he got it. <laughs> two weeks late. <laughs> he, 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 he got around to it. He got it in early he, January. Yeah. He's crafting it. You know, he's putting in the extra time. But I have to say, though, because it took so long, the guy did alter what I wrote for him to say. And, uh, and he was like, you know, Christmas is coming best. <laughs> so that was nice. Did some rewrites. Yeah, because I had said, you know, it's almost Christmas or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys. And anybody who wants a copy, just go ahead and email me. And I'll send you a copy to Wishing my friend a Merry Christmas. Uh, well, I got 40 bucks and a few friends, so I'm going to have a hell of a Christmas Boom, boom, year. boom. Yeah. That's Telling the way you. to do it. Uh, we, we will also record uh, Christmas cards for anybody listening to this. That's right. $15 no. a piece. <laughs> None of that Fiverr stuff. Well, you just ruined the whole thing. Oh, man. You Did only I... make money when you charge five bucks. Oh, really? Then we're not worth ten. Fifteener. That's what we there's, are. There's I four hate of this us. gig economy. It's terrible. <laughs> um, Thanks, Obama. Be sure to rate us on iTunes. Uh, so, um, yeah, so uh, Lauren's gone. Ashley's still here crying. Um, Josh comes in. Joshua comes in. Well, Josh came in before Lauren left, and that was, that was the really great thing about it because Lauren... Uh, decided she didn't want to be there, so she decided she was going to tell everyone she's a mistress. So she goes in there and tells everyone she's a mistress, and everyone instantly hates her. And then we she get definition on mistress, by the a way: a woman in a position of authority or control. Excellent. So yes, most women, Wait, all what, women, I guess. So which, it's a, it's a like. position of power. I'm sorry. Which website did you look up? He's that on definition? bustle right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this is. No, OxfordDictionaries.com. You've heard of Oxford. I feel like there's multiple definitions for what a mistress is. Uh, there's like nine if you want me to read them all, but by 1.4, I think we get to uh, in the sack. Ooh. Whoa. A woman having an extramarital sexual relationship, especially with a married man. Especially um, with. Married yeah. man, yeah. There, now everybody knows. Yeah. Right. 
where we're coming from. Well, boom, boom. Then she told uh, Ashley I, her sister, that she was really waiting for Josh. And then Josh comes. Ashley I tries to hook Josh up Did that happen? Or did she plant that idea? I just made this up, all of this. I thought Ashley I planted the... I mean, Ashley I planted the idea into Lauren's head. That Josh was going to be good for her. Both of them seem to corroborate the story. Corroborate. Take two. Corroborate. You will not be reading Christmas cards. Both of them seem to corroborate corroborate my story. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did Lauren say before anybody said anything? I'm interested for some reason in a machinist from Idaho. I don't believe so. Oh, okay. Both of them seem to agree on the story that uh, leading that coming into this. Lauren was waiting for him. Okay. Well, whoever suggested it first, I have to give props to the Bachelor in Paradise producers for watching the tape back and then getting Josh in there like he needs to be. That's their fucking job. That's what they're doing with, uh, I mean, we'll get to it later, but Joe and what's her name? Right. How so, fast did he get there? Like they said, yeah, he we, was there right away. Lauren's yeah. leaving unless Josh is going to get here. And they immediately like had Josh in the next village over and brought him in. They have a stable of all these people that they're just keeping them in just a little harem. And they're probably sucking and fucking all over there. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they just, Unnecessary. It's, it's actually, it's just a, it's a fluff room. <laughs> well, there goes iTunes. Just... <laughs> we had a good run. Eight minutes. We didn't even qualify. <laughs> Anyways, and then they just listen to the dailies, and then they just pluck whoever is the most Okay, but here's my problem with that whole thing, because the way that was edited, it was like, well, if Josh isn't going to show up, then you got to go. And then they're like intercutting like feet coming downstairs. It's like, <laughs> dun, dun, a dun, dun, a dun, dun. And then we cut to commercial and we come back. It's like, a dun, dun, Joshua. <laughs> like, oh, well, well, we knew that, like, because you just said it. Do you think they're all kind of just, I mean, honestly, across the country, they just had the last three seasons and they just say, listen, you could be a potential, besides like a Nick. So if you are, you must be ready within 48 hours. I would imagine they send out a memo to everybody. That's just what I just made. Everybody? I feel like they probably get Everyone! (laughs) I think they probably cast it based on a good combination of characters together. And they say, we need, like, we can't have too many crazy people. We can't have too many, you know, just straight up beautiful people. Like, are they all beautiful? But also people writing down who it is they probably like the most. Like, Mm what's-his-face Joe saying, I really like Samantha. Like, a lot. Because why the hell else would she be on the show? Exactly. I had to look her up. Well, so did we. (laughs) And we recognized her because we talked about her neck once. She's got the giraffe neck. She's very pretty. Which is Jade. Jade was saying uh, she only dates models, though. Oh, right. And I was like, she was with Jeremy Piven. So (laughs) I think that that is... (laughs) Who was with Jeremy Piven? Samantha. Samantha. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Ew, right? Before The Bachelor or after? Uh, After The Bachelor. Wow. Oh, goodness. So he found someone on television? We talked about this on the show very briefly. I don't listen a lot of the time. I'm in an hour. Especially when it comes to Jeremy Piven. You're probably in Brentwood. I think, yeah, he was in Brentwood then. Guys, I was across the world. Don't act like I'm just listening over there in Brentwood. I don't even get radio. (laughs) Slumming it over in Brentwood. Man, that's rough. Mail takes three days over there. They got to get over the hill. Can't um, hear the radio over this margarita machine. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many trees. Um, well, okay. we're talking about Josh, Josh coming, coming in. Okay. Leaving. No, but before that, I thought there was something. No. Samantha. Oh, who cares? Never anything. So Joshua does come in, and he and Ashley guy weirdly pulls him aside and says, hey, my sister is waiting for you. Yeah. And then uh, he doesn't care. He Not doesn't, one bit. He takes tendon on the date, I think, right? Yeah, he takes uh, tenly. 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 Is that a T, Tenly? Ten, it's, well, it's not Tenly. What it's a Tenly. Tenly is the T? Ten, yes. 
No, there's a T. There's not a T in the middle of it. It's the Wait, T, T to start with say? it. What so it, starts, it starts with a T, and <laughs> after that, you're out of T's. There's no more. She's you, made of tea? You think there's another T in there? No, no, there's a, a tea you drink called Tetley tea. No, you're thinking... Oh, yes. Okay, cool. I understand what you're saying. No, it's wow. called Tetley. That's called Tetley. Tetley. Tetley Ice. You guys couldn't go there with me? I mean, yeah. I know. I, I, I never heard, heard of this. Going. All sure. right. Yeah. Well, you understand the confusion because Tetley starts with a T and you're saying, uh, Tetley, that's a T. Tetley's a T. <laughs> oh, I suppose I do see it now. Hold on, yeah, hold on. Yeah. No, I don't see it now. We'll, we'll edit this out in post. Yeah, of course. No, you won't. So, yes, Tetley is an iced tea, but uh, Tenley. Tenley, Tenley is, is a, a human being on this show. Who I initially made fun of because of her name, because her name is really stupid. Like a tea. Very stupid. But I like Tenley. I think she's cool. Mm. Which is why she was so likable that she was stuck not in a love triangle this episode. Okay. She says some dumb things. She does. No, I love that quote. <laughs> what? She was in a love square. And she had to think outside the box. Oh, okay, maybe not. What does that mean? <laughs> does it, I mean, does it really count as a love square? Because that would mean that all four things are connected. So that means that she and Josh and JJ and that other new guy, like... Michael. To me, that would imply that all of them are, like, going at it with each other, too. Which, in we that case, wouldn't be a problem. We don't know what's, what happens on Bachelor in Paradise. Huh. I, could, I could buy that from JJ. JJ's the other corner, the opposite corner from Tinley. Yeah. JJ and Josh, I can see those two going at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have seen those two go at it. <laughs> and I yeah. wrote about it in my fan fiction. So Josh and Josh and Tenley go on a date, and it's good. Like, they have a good time together, seemingly. And she seems to have a good time. And then they get back, and JJ is, like, super cocky and weird about the whole thing because he feels like Joshua can't close the deal. But obviously that's stupid uh, because uh, Tenley seems to really like him and all that stuff. And they both they all chaos. And uh, everybody goes to sleep happy, except JJ. Well, he goes. To, he does go to sleep he happy. Sleep, yeah. yeah, really confident again. He yeah. just wakes up He's confident, goes yeah. to bed confident. That was pretty great. Like I don't, I don't want to gloss over this too much because that was, it was pretty great how he was just sitting there and he goes, "I'm gonna as soon as soon as she comes back, I'm gonna say, hey, thanks for bringing my girl back." And then pull her aside, which he did in kind of a really creepy way, and then just like sort of forced a kiss on her. Yeah. It was weird. JJ's a weird guy. He didn't force it quite like a Mikey kiss, but... No. Still. Wait, me, Mikey? No. Because <laughs> I really forced kiss. If we do the tea thing again, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed that. I liked, I liked Tenley and I like all that stuff, which made the later period of Josh's supposed drug use uh, just an odd thing. Like, it was all of a sudden... First of all, I know we'll talk about this. Well, let's talk about it. First of all... <laughs> This group of people to sit there and be like really weird and prudish on recreational drugs is a very odd conversation to me because none of these people are saints. And I'm not saying they're all drug users, but like, come on, come yeah. on. They're on an island to have sex and drink. Well, yes, they're not on an island, but yes. <laughs> but yes, they're on an island. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? If I. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Look up island, Jeff. Let's see what an island is. Does it have to be surrounded by water, or can it literally... be you are secluded from other people to be interested in for love? I believe it's in a, a way... woman loved and courted by a man. <laughs> Got it. The definition of island is Mexico. Got it. Yes. Perfect. But yeah, so I thought it was weird that they were all really put off by his like occasional mentions of Molly. Two mentions of Molly? Well, that we know of, right. Yeah. And What was uh, the one that he said he drank it out of a coconut? 
It's like, oh yeah, there's a club in L.A. Which can we tweet that guy and find, find out how what, he did that? And can we find that club? Because he yeah. said it's in L.A. And club in L.A. Can, they yeah. mix the Molly and you drink it out of a coconut. Oh, I love clubs like that too. I put the Molly with the coconut <laughs> and drink it all up. <laughs> uh, like so our next show will be on Molly. <laughs> I do like how he explained it. The exact way that you would as a child. If you get caught doing drugs or whatever else it is, you first thing you say is, um, I, I didn't even like it. Which, no, you, you did. <laughs> but I mean, it's worth a try, I guess. And she believed it, which is fantastic. I think that, you know, what she believed what? Well, I mean, that he's a, a better guy than what he represented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't like how she was like, whenever she confronted him with it, and then she was like, oh, it just seemed like it didn't really affect him. It didn't affect him because he truly didn't think that he did or said anything wrong. He did not. And he did not. Like, he was just talking, you know, just like anybody would talk. So, but I, I'm, you know, having done a few drugs in my life, I have found that it's best to um, keep that to myself until I find out if those people are on the level. And if there are people hanging out in a pool that are all prudes, I'm not going to talk about drinking ecstasy. Or if you do, do you then go back on what you said and be like, no, 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 I actually don't like drugs. <laughs> I hate them. If I mean, somebody, you could, yeah. If somebody confronts you about it. If you're terrible. Like, I'm a prude too, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> they misheard me. I was I was talking about it, but they didn't let me finish. I mean, they're two different things, obviously. But <clears throat> Jade posed for Playboy and was subjected to a lot of judgment in that way about her own moral compass and the way that she could possibly live her life. Why is this any different, really? I mean, the two the two actions are different, but just the fact that you're doing something that people can judge you for. Yeah, well, Jade owned up to it. She said, I posed for Playboy. Here's something that I did. I, it was an interesting time in my life. I enjoyed it. You know, it's come back to haunt me a little bit as I get older, uh, as opposed to Josh saying, no, I don't do Molly a lot. I don't brag about how much I love Molly. I actually tried it only once, and I didn't even like it. But he didn't, I mean, before that, though, I mean, he was just saying, like, right, whatever. But he was just saying, like, you know, Hey, this is a thing that we were doing, and you know, it was just anecdotally, it was a storytelling thing. I thought we, he was saying, "I wish we could be doing that." I don't know. I think that was maybe manipulated a little bit, but I think he was saying it to show off. I wish we oh, could do Molly. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. So I get that. The intent was to say, "I'm cool with Molly, y'all." Yes, right. In case anyone has any Molly on this television show, <laughs> yeah, you just put that feeler out there and you try and see if maybe one of those people snuck one of those. That'd be so great at the next. I was, thing you no, see I was like talking two, about Molly from season two three feet coming down the stairs and then just a pill. <laughs> just wanted Molly to get back in here. Yeah, I was hoping they bring Molly in because she's Molly? who I came for. Isn't she from a season? She's from a thing. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> I just wanted the bartender to hook him up with one of those Molly coconuts. <laughs> yeah. Just like float one over to Here him. Here you go, Joshua. No tip, no tip. <laughs> this is the first drink someone's ordered that I can't legally no, make. No. My pleasure. <laughs> no, no, sir. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I just thought that was a little strange, like coming from this group of people didn't seem like. Because I feel like this is what happens in these shows, obviously. Like everybody kind of like finds. Uh, uh, something to kind of dogpile onto another person with, and then boom, they're all. Then we can just write that person off, right? Oh yeah, nobody's a saint in paradise, right? No. It was also kind of strange the way that the guy ratted him out, where he was saying that uh, he goes, uh, "I know for a fact it made all of the girls really uncomfortable." <laughs> Why specifically the girls were really uncomfortable when talking about Molly? Like yeah. I, I admittedly don't know anything about drugs. Because, I don't know, I guess I'm a little pussy, but <laughs> but I, I just don't understand why, like, do 
I don't know. There is a little bit too much of that because uh, who was the one that came? Because it was uh, what's his face that came to to Tenley to talk about that, right? It was the guy, the super gay one with the big smile. Right. He's hooked up with Ashley S. I think. Talk about Dan Cox. Do you call him <laughs> gay because Cox. his last name is Cox? Oh no, because he's super gay. Oh, um, so it, that I, there's this little like there was like a little you know sort of tinge of like uh, you know. Some of these guys are just like, oh, you know, you're like a little sister to me. You know, I just want to take care of you. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just going to, I feel very protective of you. Which I think is just complete and utter horse shit. Yeah. To be honest, though, I think that Josh mi- misrepresented himself to Tinley. I don't know about that. Come on. I, I don't if know. If you're going to brag about Molly and then try and act like you never really liked it at all, like, just choose a side, man. Just be consistent. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I think he, I think he was fine. I it, think it was a non-issue, and they were trying to blow him up into an issue, and I don't, I didn't like that. That's what you're gonna do. You're trying to stay on the island. <laughs> you're right. You're totally right about that. Um, so the Joshua thing was a little strange. Um, he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead now. So we don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Anything else before we get into the main event? Mm. Oh, uh, if that love triangle wasn't enough, they bring in another Josh. Who specifically wants to date Tenley? Mm-hmm. Is it Josh? I think his name was also Josh. I think it's Michael. Was it? Was it Michael? Uh, <laughs> Let's check our fact checkers. He's like here. a diabetic lawyer, right? All right. Well, whoever it is showed up From specifically for Tenley. <laughs> that was the weirdest school mention ever. You never hear someone mention he went to Notre Dame, and it's like <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Typically, it's a Stanford, it's a Yale, but Notre Dame. He looks exactly like he went to Notre Dame, though. He really does. Yeah. Yeah, just stocky. Yeah. Imagine everyone there just walking around like kind of large. You know, his, his neck's about the size of my waist. Stocky, yeah. Irish, drunk, racist. bragging about your tiny waist, Mike. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a neck waist, man. It's a beautiful, skinny neck waist. What, uh, what is his name? Did we figure it out? I'm looking at it. No, we're waiting. Hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. On, on the wheels are churning. The hamster wheel of the internet. Is this guy? Michael. Michael. Michael Garofalo. Garofalo? Michael Garofalo. Ah. Yeah, his name is Mike. <laughs> no, just leave it at that. Ah. So, a lot of reality shows would settle for two guys interested in one girl. And Bachelor in Paradise said, nah, we're going to bring in Michael and really throw this thing off track. Yeah, which I respect. I, I don't think JJ's really interested in her. Uh, I think JJ is just interested in staying on the island. Yeah, his little boat shoes. What a dick. <laughs> he's terrible. Yeah, but he just—he doesn't seem like he's really that into her. He seems like he's into staying on the island and also into proving that he can get chicks. There's something about everybody being interested in doing that that makes JJ less hateable for me. Like mm-hmm. he's doing it the way that he always does it, but now he's surrounded by people <clears throat> that also are doing that. Like I don't think Josh is that into her either. No. But JJ also, like I said, I think JJ is really into proving that he can get chicks. Like, I think he's really into proving that he's got game. And he doesn't. He's just kind of a weird, creepy dude. I think that he was sort of mouthing off for the camera, though, uh, playing a character. He's totally. He's very aware that this is TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, totally. I appreciate JJ more on Bachelor in Paradise because he does stuff like that. Yeah. He's noticed the cameraman standing around. Yeah. Most of the other guys don't. They just don't notice them. Wait, is this going to be on television? <laughs> you got the machine that takes my soul? <laughs> um, well, I guess we can talk about the Claire-Jared date if we want to. It was kind of weird because at the very, at like, they seem to have a good time. And then, like, he pulls her aside afterwards and be like, eh, hey, listen, this isn't going to happen. Do you think he was yeah. pretty darn drunk? It seemed like he was really, really wobbling. 
Like when he was telling her. Well, it was a weird conversation. Like you have a good time that all of a sudden you show up out of nowhere on a beach and like you're old. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> definitely some alcohol probably playing a role. But you can see him kind of just sort of teetering. For an old lady, you look good. He did Real say that. Good. Man, he, he was, that. That was the, those were the dumbest things to come out of his mouth. Yeah. He's a young, <laughs> he's a young drunk kid. Yeah, I guess so. Isn't but he like 28 or something? 26, 26 I think. Huh. Yeah. Aren't you? Well, hmm, let me think back to me at 26. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, me at 26 would have, would have definitely banged Claire. Oh, 100%. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's, she's a good looking girl. She's 34. He's 26. And he's really weird looking. I mean, that's way Well, apparently he's not. And we're the only he looks like Superman, that. Mike. Yeah. He Which looks Superman? like Superman. Uh, was there a shitty one? Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. What Superman would Claire have seen back in 1978? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Christopher Man. Yeah. He does not look like Christopher Reeves. No, he doesn't. No. No. Um, not even post-horse accident. Okay, come on now. You uh, look the same. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that date was really weird because it seemed they seemed to like each other, and yeah. then out of nowhere, he's just like, "Oh yeah, no, this is, this is not a thing." We also maybe need to take into context that he's probably two or three weeks removed from leaving Ireland with his heart broken from uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. where we got our expert. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, thank you. He's. I mean, he's. He is certainly the one that was, uh, you know, most freshly uh, broken up with. Devastated, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. But uh, So maybe he's just in that phase where he's just like trying to find things that are wrong with people. Yeah, Tanner didn't let it phase him. Tanner's got that locked down. He is ruling the island. (laughs) Yeah, he kind of is. Yeah. But Tanner also, I, I don't even know if he actually met Caitlin on the show. I he's, think Yeah, he stuck around for a strangely long time on The Bachelorette he, yeah. for not ever meeting The Bachelorette. He was kind of the Samantha of that season, where he just stuck around for a long time and then just disappeared. Yeah. Samantha from what, what show are we talking about? <laughs> 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 yeah, so that, that whole thing just seemed like a, I don't know, seemed kind of weird. To me. And, uh... I mean, and to break up such a happy harmony between Claire and Mikey T, if you're not serious about Claire, Jared, you leave that solid relationship alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Claire I just con- realized that. Claire Mikey continually T. tried to keep breaking up with Mikey T, and he didn't understand what that meant. He handled it really well, though. Whore. <laughs> She's an old whore. <laughs> hey, so, uh, Mikey T, I just, I feel like I want to leave my options open. So uh, you're saying take it slow. I got it. I understand. Slow and steady. I get it. Slow and steady wins the race. We're going to have sex, right? (laughs) So I got your rose. (laughs) Locked down. And then he tried to force himself on Joelia, too. Fast. Oh, my God. Not wasting any time. (laughs) That was so awkward. How you doing? Hey, you want to kiss? You want to kiss right now? Yeah. (laughs) No? And she goes, no. And he's like, come on. Come on. (laughs) Surprised he didn't follow that up with whore. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but let's talk about the best person on this television Joel show. Joe. My favorite. <laughs> oh my god, how amazing is this? Okay, yeah. so, when he first shows up, and Excellent. he's really, really weird, what are we all thinking here? Because this is a weird situation, right? Because he's not, like, he, you know, we know Joe from the last season. He's not normally like this, I don't think. Everybody's talking about, oh, we thought Joe was funny. We've heard about Joe being a hilarious guy, and he's sitting there awkwardly just, like, not saying anything. The guys were stoked when he showed up. Yeah. Really stoked. 
What was his deal? I think he's... Uh, I mean, it's one of those things where somebody sticks a microphone in your face and says, says, say something funny. I guess so. I mean... But do you think that he, knowing what we know now, do you think that he showed up and realized that Samantha wasn't there and, like, felt like maybe he was tricked or something? Maybe. And, like, then he had to, like... And then all of a sudden he's got this date card and he's like, well... I don't want to waste this date card on anybody, but I guess I, I guess I, I guess I have to. Do you think it took him a minute to figure out the rules? So when he got there and saw Samantha wasn't there, and he's like, "Well, fuck, I guess I guess this season's a wash." Oh wait, if I can get a rose, I can stay, and then maybe Samantha shows up later. Like that sort of started to register, and then he said, "Okay, I'm going to use this date card to get a rose." Yeah, maybe I don't know, but I mean, but even then, like he didn't. Even then, he he gave his date sort of. You know, in such a accidental way that it doesn't seem like there was any forethought or planning in any of that stuff. Yeah, he would do his. He did not enter it trying to make a great impression at well, all. I think it's hard to. I mean, you're you're one person walking in, and there's already six other guys and like five other girls or something like that, and everyone just sort of flocks to you and just like bombards you with questions and stuff. And especially with him because he had this persona <laughs> built up as like this really funny entertaining guy and everyone's just sitting around going and like flat out to his face they're saying everyone said you were really funny are you really funny right i feel like they were they started that really after he was quiet and not saying anything and they're like we heard you were different we kind of also saw how angry this guy is in caitlin's episode or season whatever they call those things and then now uh, later on in the episode we see what he's really sort of made of it's like 98 percent anger two percent water mm-hmm. he's really messed up so i'd imagine like he comes there he doesn't have what he wanted which was samantha and he's probably pissed and then he's forced to talk to these people while being angry and he already wanted to he wants to punch a guy's skull through his ear or something did he say that on this episode yeah he wanted his brains to come out through his ear yeah eventually yeah. Uh, he was talking about samantha but they, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't imagine being because he's, he's not funny he's not nice he's like a really bad person yeah so i mean that's one of the things like showing up with all that around you like how do you even answer the bell like you're completely insane. i love him it's I mean, pure kentucky awesomeness it is yeah every every single person walks into that situation and handles it i guess a little differently Better. but he just handled it very awkwardly but he made claire but, cry within 15 minutes of him being there what did he you know that's he stood great. up and missed that what did he actually say to claire? he was like hey is this, this is like your third time on here right and she was like yeah and he was like man that's terrible <laughs> it's like, man, this ain't your first rodeo. <laughs> and then she got oh, like, Joe is funny. Oh, <laughs> and then she got up and left, and then went and cried somewhere. And then the raccoon came. You just you don't get my my humor, girl. I think yeah, which I don't know if he was saying like I don't know if he was saying no, to this her. Is the raccoon. Yeah, she talked to. She yeah. pretended to talk to a raccoon, or yeah. the producers pretended to talk to her, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he was saying that's terrible in the sense like, oh man, you're a failure, or like, oh, it's terrible that you haven't. It's terrible for you. You know Both what I kind mean? Of like mean the same thing. I, I guess. Look, it's, it, I'm not saying it's a smart thing to say. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if he meant it as like a dig right away. I think he was just very defensive that first night. Yeah, so he definitely he, was. No matter what he was going to say, it was going to sound like a dig at anybody. It was great. Man, it's terrible. But apparently, he was <laughs> he was just plotting. Like we just thought he was trying to figure out how to fit into the group. No, no, apparently, the he was turning. He was figuring out how, who can I dominate? Which guys can I make my bitch? You and you, Jonathan, yeah, and Mikey T. Mikey, yeah. Well, as far as I'm going to own you, he chose the right woman. The yeah. perfect woman to be cruel to is Julia. Yeah, yeah. What do you describe her as? Uh, she's just big old wet paper towel. I don't know, yeah. something like that. Yeah, she looks like, like she's made of wet paper towel. Yeah, and she's always kind of getting a little wetter. She yeah. is so. I mean, I just don't understand how a person can be as oblivious or, I mean, gullible maybe. 
like to any of this stuff because I mean he is not putting off any vibe no. whatsoever. That I mean, they, yeah, maybe they don't catch it on camera, but if I don't know, man, if it's there, it's really really strange because there's nothing there other than like you know when they were sitting and having the picnic or whatever. You know, he's sort of engaging her a little bit, but even that's not super like great. Mm-mm. His strategy was have a really good date, which apparently they did. And it was even just a, a sort of a mediocre date. Yeah. Well, but with he, a dumb person. Like, really go in on the date, and then after that, if she seems like she's into you, just back out and don't do anything to mess it up. So I think Joe is thinking, less interaction, the better, because she'll figure out that I don't like her. Joe yeah. Joe kind of had... I mean, he had some some slip-ups, but he sort of had a perfect week. I mean, he yeah. showed up, and everyone hated him. He got the perfect, the only person, the only girl on that island that would have given him a rose, yeah. backed into like a date with him. He, he could have, if he would have been nicer, he would have gotten a rose from like Claire. He would have gotten a rose from. But that was one of the most interesting exchanges ever. Like, anyone want to go on a date with me? I yeah. do. Okay. Wait, did I invite you? <laughs> it's like, wait, what, what are we doing right now? <laughs> right. Like, he, I mean, for his personality getting on the island, he, the only person that would have given him a rose went on the date with him. And then he got two complete morons to cry and vouch for him yeah. to the girl that both of them both tried to get roses from. Well, just so Jonathan. Great. To be fair, yeah. Mikey T never flipped. Mikey T, that was the guy. That was the girl that he full on like forced. Well, Mikey on. T flipped once. Uh, Jonathan started crying and, and really acting the fool, yeah. talking about how great he is. And I guess Mikey T was convinced because of that. Yeah, that'll shower some. So <laughs> so. So awkward. Ooh. So uncomfortable. <laughs> Joe Joe won. He won this week. Joe won in so many ways. Yeah. But like nobody had any other votes. Like Joe won every vote. Joe yeah. won every contest. Yeah. Joe I destroyed. I am so impressed at the amount of manipulation and like it was Shakespearean levels of underhandedness and vengefulness yeah. that he pursues Jonathan with. Yeah. And then brings his son into it. Oh, but that's what that's what I'm talking about. It right works so well. The the hey, after, if your son made a mistake and he came to you, what do you yeah. think? How would you feel about him? Come here, son. Give me a hug. Come here. <laughs> oh, I, and, and Jonathan was like, "I love you, man." And Joe was like, "All right, <laughs> all right. You have a good day now. You have a good day. Let's get, let's get. You just think about what you did. You have yeah. a good one. You have a good one." Uh, Amanda really hates Joe. Um, of course, for, for obvious okay. reasons. Yeah, and. Uh, and I keep trying to tell her that in the context of the show and the rules of the show, he is doing what he has to do to stay on that show to get to the woman that he wants to meet. Uh, no, I think there's a certain level of ethics that you can have on this show. And there's really, yeah, really you can stay on the show ethically. Okay, there's okay. The You're people, out of your goddamn mind. The people that we're not watching are the people who are playing the game a little bit more ethically, much less interesting. We're not watching Tanner and Jade. We're not watching Ashley S. and who, Kirk? No, she's with Dan Cox. Okay. No, Kirk is with uh, Carly. These are all people who are playing the game somewhat ethically, and we're not interested in them. So in one sense, those people are, don't make good television. Joe is a horrible human being, but he is fantastic on this television show. And I am very entertained by what he is up to on the show. But as a person, I think I can separate them. Joe is a complete piece of shit. Of course. Yes. However, I will say this. What is the difference? I mean, really, let's do some critical thinking here. No. Nope. What is the difference if he 
goes in and tries to like Julia. And if he tells himself, you know what, I'm not really into this, but maybe something could happen. And then Samantha shows up and he knows immediately, oh, you know what, no, this isn't going to work. It's the same thing, really. But I'll even take that a step further. He gets put in this position. The, the rules of the game force you to to hook up with someone or to force someone to like you or to like someone or blah, blah, blah. The rules of the game, you have to make somebody give you a rose in order for you to stay. If you show up on the island and there's nobody that you like on there, but you know there's a possibility that somebody that you like is coming, what do you do? Do you just go home and say, ah, shucks, well, you know, I guess I'll never meet Samantha. Or do you try and stay on there and say, hey, hopefully Samantha comes next week. He has to do what he has to do, and and the you, producers created this for him. You don't have to talk about how stupid she is. Like, you don't have to do those things. That in no way helps him get a rose. But that was very cleverly edited, too. I'm sure that he probably... I mean, he said some shitty things, but at the same time, we don't know the context of what he was saying because... I think we do. The- <laughs> They were overdubbing a producer. They were overdubbing a producer's voice. I'm not saying that Joe's not a piece of shit because Joe's a piece of shit. Yeah, clearly. But All I'm right. just saying that from that very cleverly edited uh, bit where they crosscut between him and her, and he was like talking, you know, shit about her, and then she was looking super happy and stuff. I'm sure that a lot of his stuff was taken somewhat out of best context. piece of television I've seen this year. And to look at Susan, my wife's face. As this was happening, Which as part? The, the 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 part where they're cross cutting, where yeah. she, where he says she's not very bright, is she? And they're like, who? Like, you know, Julia. And then they're cross cutting to, oh, he's such a great guy. And then boom, 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 yeah. boom. And Susan's face, who previously had no clue that this was going to happen, and her jaw slowly falling to the floor, <laughs> and just like, what is going on? Yeah. This TV show that I used to like because it just had fun interactions and now they're really hurting people's feelings. Amanda I loved it. The same way, yeah. And I was doing the whole Orson Welles, Citizen Kane thing where I was just sit, slumped over in the theater and then slowly sat up and then a spotlight got on my face and I just started clapping. That was great. It's amazing. And yeah, uh, yeah it's just so amazing. And then the, uh, the, the interview where he's just like, I'm just like, Give me that rose. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So I know we like channel some Sam Elliott or something. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. All those assholes knew knew what they were doing when they when they went on this island. They knew that that there was going to be like some sneakiness and some you know stuff like that. You don't you're not really going on that island to find love. And hey, listen, if we don't think that Joe's going to get some sort of comeuppance or whatever at some point, mm-hmm. what goes up has got to come down. Yeah, what goes down usually comes back up again. Why do you guys think that Jonathan cried? Huh. Is, that, is that true? I don't know. What? Why do you think that Jonathan cried? <sighs> do you think that he actually was somewhat scared of Joe? Because rightfully so, because he does seem like a just backward psychopath. Yeah. But do you think something had to do with that? Or was it just, did he really feel as if the show had changed him? I think he was drunk. I think alcohol was a factor there. I think also, you know, he's probably just, you know. This is his son, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, you know, Joe reminds him a little bit of yeah. his son. <laughs> his 28-year-old son. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that I think that alcohol was a factor. I think that maybe he, like, worried that he, you know, like the stuff that he said. Like, he worried that, like, I think, I think uh, Jonathan's a very sensitive guy who values all of his relationships, you know, friendships and whatever else. And I think that if he perceived himself to be a friend of Joe previous to this whole thing, then, you know, that would hurt his feelings. That would, he would... He would be hurt if he felt like he did something to hurt Joe's feelings. And alcohol obviously amplifies all of those things. So, yeah. Yeah. 
I just can't imagine the tears. I just love it so much. It was so, I had the same thing with my jaw, Olivia's jaw, all our jaws, Lola, dog, whatever. Yep. Fell to the ground because I mean, it was just watching as it just kept falling apart and he kept winning again. And Mikey with Jonathan back to Julia and it was like, this guy's an animal. And it's incredible. You know what? I appreciate you coming to me. You know what I'd like you to do? I'd like you to go up there, tell her to tell her the same stuff you told me. That was the most fucked up part. It's so oh, amazing. Man. It's so incredible. God. Now I'd like you to uh, go get your suitcase and Make pack it, it up. <laughs> and I need you to get on that bus. Make I need it you rap. to go and take Mikey T with you. Drug him. <laughs> take him onto the bus. Julia, what I need you to do, give your rose to Samantha, who's waiting in the holding pan. Just make <laughs> sure she like, gets it. Chris like, Harrison, I need you to leave for one day. I'm going to run this shit for the next 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, it felt like he was like a cult leader at that point. You know, like like uh, David Koresh or something. But it also makes you think that if you're really going to if you're really gonna do it that way, and I mean really, commit to that. Yeah. Not that hard. No. You know? Like, min- it's not that hard to manipulate these people. No. If you have Jonathan and Mikey T. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like enough. you can pretty much be a cult leader if you and want to you be a cult that. leader. <laughs> yeah. He, but I mean, you know, what, okay, he took, he took everything a little step further than everyone else does, but what he did is not much different than like Mikey T, when Mikey T realized that Claire wasn't into him anymore and he just started jumping from lily pad to lily pad to try exactly, and right. get a rose. And that's, Joe brought that up. That and was Joe mentioned pretty it. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everybody does. And that's what, that is my point. And that's what I keep trying to tell Amanda that in the context of the show, the rules that the producers created, you have to survive as long as you can if you want to meet the person you're actually there for. And Joe did the smart thing, like you mentioned earlier. He didn't interact with anybody else. He didn't do anything, so he could bring that stuff up when Mikey came to him and said, hey, have you seen me with anybody else on this beach? No. Okay. So what are we doing here? Uh, Yeah. Like, love that. Love that. I don't know if that was all with intent. Because, I mean, when he actually just said the date thing and somebody responded, like, he was just sort of stuck with that girl. I don't think he knew anything about her. No, but, I mean, after the date, he makes the conscious decision not to really connect with anybody else, not to really, you know, he's not, like trying to play the field he's not looking at his options i don't think they didn't really make it seem that way he's not very good at it to me the difference though also is mikey that. mikey t wants a rose and he says i like all these girls i'll be with whoever will give me a rose <laughs> on the uh, planet i feel like joe like actively consciously despises juelia juelia and she, he's trying to get her rose out of this Hatred of how stupid she is. I know. That's dirty. Well, <laughs> it's real dirty. He's doing her dirty. I get it. But again, if he pretends to like her or even tells himself to pretend to like her, is that really any better? I don't know if it is. Now, certainly her feelings might not get hurt or whatever. But I mean, with, with the question of intent, like, is that really a better thing? I don't know if it is. I mean, I think yes, it is because, it is because her whole, feelings don't get hurt. The whole time you're openly mocking her for the process, what? other than just pretending... You know, like, maybe I am into her. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Or just openly making her the butt of your own joke. What's what's his other option? I mean, like, yes, he's mean about what he's doing, but he has no other option to stay on that island. He's not going to get one from the crazy eyebrow girl. He's not going to get a rose from her. From Carly. I think that From Claire, Claire, he's not going to get a rose from. Claire, I mean... Claire hates him already because he's... uh, I mean, the whole thing with Juelia, it's like... You don't have to take it that far. Again, great television. I love that he did it for the sake of television. But if you're just trying to get a rose, there's certain things you don't have to do. You don't have to make fun of her. Absolutely. I totally agree. 
Yeah, those are jerk moves. But what if someone didn't agree with you about that? No, 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 no. Hold on. I felt no, like no, I was going to get a rebuttal for Mike. You need to make sure she feels uh, terrible about no, herself. No, no. You need to. If there's a joke to be made, you need to make it. No, at her I expense. mean, like I, I think that he's taken things a little far, but I think that he's still a far. He's I, well. I think to me, like making fun of her, I don't think is Mike's the worst thing. I think the worst thing that he did was to make Jonathan like cry and basically oh, talk about. Like Jonathan's son, and then, like it's to me, it felt like uh, when when he made Jonathan go talk to yes. Joelia, like it was like so debasing. It was like yes, oh my god, it's not just winning; it's owning a person. It's, yeah, it's, it's like it's an insane like thing, like a crazy mind. It felt like thing. a home invasion kind of thing where he's like forcing the husband to do something to the wife. <laughs> yes. Like it just it felt so weird Mike and Clark. creepy to me. <laughs> oh no, and that's exactly what I completely agree with you <laughs> on that. Where your head went first. I can't believe this I had an like erection the entire time. <laughs> like I feel like if Jonathan had a rose, he would have given it to Joe. Yes. He would have said, "Screw the rules. I don't understand like yep. I have I don't have to give this to a woman. I'm giving it to Joe." Yep, you're totally forever. right. Yeah. It didn't help that he was crying and like like basically being forced up to Joelia by Joe. I mean, like it really felt like it was like this weird home invasion where it's like like Again, funny games. Did you, Park. Here we go. Did, did you ever see Funny Games? I did. No, like I did. that's what it felt like. It felt like it was it was you know some just like that fucked up Austrian kid that was making uh, all these people do these weird creepy things. Having sex in my house with me, Mike Park. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, it was brilliant and wonderful, and uh, and he will get he will get his. I have faith that that will happen. That's the thing about an unscripted show. I I mean I I don't think anything great is going to turn out for any of these people. No. They're on Bachelor in Paradise. No. Um, I think that Jade and Tanner might be happy together, but other than that, sure, nobody's going to get a good ending to their yeah. Story. You're probably right, but I don't think they would set this up as hard. I you know if there wasn't. A solution if there wasn't a, a, a feel-good resolution to this whole thing i don't think they would set it up like that if julia for example didn't get some kind of you know some sort of like you know good outcome she gets another whole, kid in this whole deal yeah it'll work out <laughs> she gets a mikey t jonathan will give her his kid she gets a mcrib <laughs> here you go oh yeah this is great the the preview seemed to uh lead us to believe that uh that that samantha and and uh, what's Joe get pretty hot and heavy? Yeah, it's what they lead us to believe, but we'll see what happens. I mean, well, there's three different shots of doing stuff. It's, it's pretty hot and heavy. One in the pool too. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. under a waterfall. That's serious. Well, the thing is, Joe is obviously demonstrated he can get what he wants. Yeah. But I mean, how long does Which that last? Is so weird. Except for uh, Caitlin, who can't Look, get any, there. anybody can get what they want. Oh, here we go. Put their mind to it. Well, Tony Robbins Joe, if they, if they. <laughs> Joe sets his sights not at the top. Have though. you guys heard any of my seminars? <laughs> like That's Joe, why I'm here. Joe makes very attainable goals for himself. Like, oh, tricking no, okay. Mikey T and tricking Jonathan is yeah. not a super <laughs> it's high a low bar. Winning a rose from Julia is not a super high bar. And Samantha, I don't feel like, is coming in as the most coveted prize. Jeremy Piven. No, but she is... I would say well out of his league physically. How do you watch Jeremy Piven? How do you watch that show and odd. think, oh man, Samantha's the one that I want? Well, she's she, pretty. She's, oh, not, she's really pretty. She's not bad looking. I just never, I had never 
heard her talk, I don't. I still she don't. Think Does that not her. sound like someone Joe would love to be also, in control of? Jeremy maybe, Piven. maybe. It was a very strange pick. I I have to admit, I it mean, did come out of left field for my boy Joe to to pull Samantha. My, my boy Joe, my man Samantha man influence Joe. Like it just that, that's a strange one to to my go man, on Joe hoping Blow. that Samantha goes on there. Can you just imagine a relationship with Joe? Like, what is the dynamic on that? The Anger. power dynamic of dating Joe. A lot of drinking. I I think that guy's. I think that guy is an alcoholic. Probably. I think he's a really well, he's from Kentucky. Yeah. Huge mess. And he does not yeah. want to hear any lip. I'll bet you from his woman. Not no. At all. <laughs> no. And that's why. I mean, that's why I think Samantha might be very attractive to him. Is she didn't say anything during her season. She said she struck me though as a pretty dominant individual. So Samantha. When did she strike huh? you? She didn't, <laughs> she didn't need to say anything. I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant tall. <laughs> uh, I I don't know anything about her. I don't I don't know she anything. She like at she all. had like a fashion design something or other. Sure. I don't know what. I'll agree with that. But Sold it's software, I think. Los Angeles. So. Pantrepreneur. Everyone yeah. is a software salesman. He's a pantrepreneur. <laughs> so, yeah, software. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but uh, anyway, th- this episode got me way more interested in this show, and I was very happy that it came. So, Joe's this episode was better so than any episode of the past Bachelorette, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Not to be left out, Claire goes on a meltdown at the end of the episode. Yeah, and that is such a weak, that's so weak. And, and it's funny, like, Chris Harrison is even like, hey, Pull yourself together. Yeah. <laughs> she needs to stop going on these shows. It's just getting sad now. Yeah, it's it's not great. I, I think feel... you would have to forcibly... I mean, at, at this point, she couldn't go on four, could she? Three's got to be the No, this is the, it. this is it for her. And at 34 years old... Hmm. Hello, I'm, th- head I'm back. 34. She's got to head back to the sack. Anytime yeah. they call her, like, ancient... I'm sitting yeah. there. Oh, I'm I know. Like, like I, yeah, uh, those I was are, born in 1981. Yeah, those Uh-oh. are. Those Imagine are, me. I'm like 50. Yeah, Jeff's, <laughs> Jeff's super old. I'm disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, I'm we're right. all we're all super old. Well, if you're um, a guy coming onto the show, you just drop 10 years off your age. Easy, piece of cake. Yeah, done. Yeah. Make myself look That's, presentable and 28. The first question <laughs> on your application is, what age would you like to be? <laughs> speaking, of, uh, speaking of speaking of coming back on the show, apparently Nick V is trying to get. Uh, the role of the bachelor. Well, Every day, of, of course, what is, he is. What is trying to get? Uh, calling producers and saying, "I want to be the role of the bachelor." That that would that'd be number the, three, and then maybe him and Claire can meet in the middle at four. I think that would be. I, I don't think that would be a good fit. I don't think there's very many people that like Nick B. I would like to see two bachelors because it would only be fair. No, two what? bachelors no, the same way no, that we had two no. bachelorettes. What night one? They you already one did of them that. Off. They already did that in like the third season or something. That's fine, but we just had two bachelorettes. I think having two bachelors... Didn't like it starts a dangerous precedent of, oh, we have to do this every single time. I think you at least have to do one and one. Nobody you really can, liked it, you though. You can go right back. No, nobody liked it. Nobody likes any new ideas. I, I sort of... I didn't, I didn't hate Except it. I'm Scott. resistant to change. I mean, I thought Caitlyn was the obvious choice, but seeing Brit and Caitlyn and seeing the guys like play the pros and cons of each was interesting to me. But, and I'd, I'd like to see people evaluate Nick and Ben H., and say, well, obviously we're going to pick Ben H, but let's kick the tires on Nick a little bit. I don't want to give Nick any more screen time. And those tires have been kicked. <laughs> There's also no real twist to it beyond the first day. The first day, they pick who it is. Because even Jared, Jared chose Britt, and then came clean, and then became like the fourth runner-up or something, or the third runner-up. So it's like it's not even like that comes back to haunt you. It's like a one episode thing. I think it's an entertaining episode. Yeah, I mean, I can, I'm, I can see them doing it. I like I'm the just guy saying. Put the sandwich in the box. I can see them doing it. I just don't like, I don't like rewarding Nick's 
uh, narcissism. You know, I find Nick to be one of the more entertaining people on the show. The same reason that we were talking about Joe so doesn't have to be boring. a great person. So I guess without but the two contestants, you couldn't have the moment where the guy puts the sandwich in the box, right? Yeah. Okay, then I'm with Scott. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> some some drunk girl putting a sandwich in a box. I'd watch that. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So we know we have Samantha coming in. Is there anybody else coming into this show? That we know uh, of? No. The the entire preview seemed to be just Samantha and Joe. Honestly, up. if it's three hours of that, I'm totally fine. Yeah, that's. Do great. we know if Benzedrine's coming? Is he showing up? I feel like he should. Uh, probably. Well, He'd win that he? island. I got a feeling he's going to somehow come in there and take Samantha away. I think that he might not because I think that he's still in the running for Bachelor. It's not Ben. Not not it's, Ben H. It's not Ben H. H. That's no. what's going to happen. There ben. was. One report said it was definitely Ben H, which makes me think it's either Ben H or it's two people, including Ben H. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I think Ben Z is going to come on to the Mexican island, and he's going to not say anything, and he's just going to make Joe into Geno Smith. (laughs) Boom. He's going to punch him in the the face so hard that his head explodes, like, off of his body. And then he's going to be like... Where's my rose? My work here is done. <laughs> right. He's yeah. gonna, and then he's, he's going to run into the ocean, and you're <laughs> and never going to see him again. And he's going to bench press the island. <laughs> he's going to be Cody of this season, like the big sweetheart, like the muscle-bound yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. Unless he bashes some guy's brain in, and that's not very Cody. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were all on... <laughs> we like, were, that's not Joe. <laughs> we were all big fans. Well, Jeff and I were big fans of Cody going into last season of Bachelor big in Paradise. Fans. He was pretty terrible on Bachelor in Paradise, I got to say. I mean, there was a few great shots of him lifting rocks, and yeah. that's pretty much it. I liked the romance between him and Michelle Money. Like, yeah, that they was were pretty good. One of the only believable couples. They were actually together. I didn't believe off that for the show. a single no, second. No, they weren't. Yeah, they, they were. broke up like. No. They broke up like. A they got back together in January. What? Yeah. Where do you read these things? Where did you read that Nick V wants to be the Bachelor? <laughs> Why don't you include these things in the email so we all know? <laughs> Save it for the podcast. Because our emails are just <laughs> dick jokes. No, they're not, by the way. I don't and, want to put that out there. And me changing times. Well, that, that's true. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Uh, we've got a lot ahead of us. Joe will find some sort of retribution, we think. Uh, but we, we will find out if that will happen, truly. If there's any justice in this universe, it will right itself. I think Joe deserves love, finally. No, that was our way out. (laughs) Why did you start talking again? (laughs) Let's see if ABC can maintain this high point of the series. It's amazing. It's amazing. We will talk at you next week. 